Many have tried, many have failed, and she is one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady. Action. Welcome back to Fitless. Another week coming at you every week like clockwork. But I don't want to make a promise to that because there might be a week where it doesn't come out. So don't hold me to that. So far, like clockwork. And we got a good streak going. And today's no exception because we have a winner of a guest famous on the podcast in her own right. I don't know about that. It's the mysterious behind the scenes person that we always hear about. Please join me in welcoming to Fitless, Heather Conrad. Welcome, Heather. Yay! Thanks for finally, we're so glad we're finally doing this. Yeah, I'm happy to do this. Yeah, it's exciting. So Heather, Heather is um, my friend and neighbor, and besides her many, you know, accomplishments and personal traits, she also happens to be the married to Bill Wadman, who um, you all have heard of. You've heard him on the podcast, and he helped me with all the tech stuff. So she's kind of the brain, the brains of the brains of the operation. If I, <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty brainy. <laughs> yeah, but you kind of, you know. I, I, I keep the ship sailing. This keep, is true. Yeah. So Heather's been like on my list, but in sort of this way where I'm like, okay, well, if something, you know, Heather's here, she's like in the reserve, and we finally made it happen today with a little like Saturday evening special that I'm calling Heather's Home Workout. Which is really funny. <laughs> and it was really weird doing this with you here. Yeah, it was. It was. Not, not because I feel awkward about doing this. It's just I never really explain to people what I do at home for my home workout. So right. trying to, to teach somebody else what it is. And, you know, I, I learned some of the, the workout itself from a personal trainer that I had for a while. So trying to show somebody how to do this competently. Like, I know how to do it myself, but I don't necessarily have the vocabulary that sure. a personal trainer who is, you know, really good does <laughs> so that you won't hurt yourself. So I was a little nervous. But. A little tentative, but we went through it, and we'll talk a little bit more about it later. Um, but before we get to that, Heather, tell the people, what. how have you exercised throughout your life? What's your journey? Man. Well, my journey is is one of many stops and starts. Um, when I was a kid, I had I think I think some kids have had this experience, and one of the things that I've been happy to see in some schools anyway is that I think a lot of uh, physical fitness programs in schools, like PE programs, have gotten away from specifically just focusing on team sports and. I was definitely an awkward, klutzy kid and didn't really enjoy team sports because inevitably I would get hurt or, you know, I was the kid that got the dodgeball to the face, <laughs> hated dodgeball, hated all that stuff. But as I got got older, like out of high school and everything, um, when I was in college, I discovered yoga and I was like, oh, wait. There are many ways to exercise, <laughs> and it's really good for depression. And um, I would say I, I exercise 
sporadically throughout college, but didn't really know. I wouldn't say I knew what I was doing at all. Um, but my metabolism was definitely keeping up. Um, so it didn't really bother me that much. Yeah. Um, and when I started really thinking about fitness truly as a part of my daily life or, you know, I guess weekly life sometimes, (laughs) um, was in when I first started working a desk job. And one of the things that came as a huge shock to me was that you, when you spend a lot of time sitting in an office and not moving around that much, you really feel like your body really feels it. You feel, I don't want to say atrophied, but that's kind of how I felt. And I started to have kind of like back problems and all this weird stuff that I had never experienced before, probably because I was out walking around all the time. And so I, um, I joined a gym and I was just kind of doing my own thing at the gym, mainly elliptical or treadmill or things that wouldn't necessarily take instruction, but you didn't need instruction to do it. And I felt really intimidated at the gym. This was when I, this was in New York and I think it was New York sports club or something like that. And I found the weight room specifically to be extraordinarily intimidating. And I never went in there. Um, fast forward to when I was 25 and I moved back to Boston and I was thinking, oh gosh, I got to join a gym again. And I started looking and I joined, um, I don't, I think Lucille Roberts may be the only one here in New York that does this, but in Boston, there is one all women's fitness franchise called HealthWorks. And it was a little bit expensive, but I went into the facilities and I was like, oh, this is a place that I think I could be really comfortable. And I never thought about really that dynamic ever before because I, I just sort of just went to the gym, did my thing. And one of the things that they offered at this gym as an intro was a personal, like five personal training sessions wow. or something crazy. And I met this really fantastic personal trainer and she was amazing. Her name was Shauna. Um Caffrey. And um, sounds like a Boston lady. It might be. Oh, I'm gonna feel really bad. <laughs> I think it's McCaffrey. Um, and she she was just incredible and she got me and really um one of the things that I really appreciated about her was that it wasn't about losing weight, it was about keeping your about it was about weight training and and sort of like the the body as a whole, like a holistic way of looking at things. So, you, you know, she, she, this was the first time I personally, because I didn't really, I wasn't into, I would not say I was into fitness by any means. And she was the first person that told me, oh, you know what? You shouldn't be doing cardio four or five times a week. You should be really trying to do weight training and cardio and and trying to sort of alternate and also when you do weight training, you should be alternating the different types of exercises you're doing and, and sort of, you know, giving your muscles time to, um, to heal and, and recuperate. Um, but you should probably be as a woman, you should be doing more weight training than the cardio. And that was something that was a pretty big shock to me. And I was definitely, I mean, I think it, it depends on what you're doing, but she, she, she was really good at showing me all sorts of different things to do and things that I could do at home. And one of the things that she said, and I actually, I did re-up without pressure from her. I did re-up in terms of getting training sessions because I really wanted to learn how to do this and be comfortable in a weight room and be comfortable 
um, with resistance exercises and doing them properly so that I wasn't hurting myself. Um, and so we did this for about maybe two years or so. Wow. Um, and it wasn't always every week. It would sometimes I would see her once a month and just make sure that I was kind of in line and doing and wanted to sort of mix things up from what I had been doing. Um, and it was also this time because I was going so often, um, that I started going really frequently and I realized, oh, you know, I knew that, that the cardio was definitely good for depression, but I didn't realize that my going more frequently, it sort of, I was happier than I ever had been. Like whatever endorphins were being released were were good. It was working. And uh, the other the other piece, um, which I mentioned earlier about the dynamic of going to an all women's gym, is that I felt completely comfortable in a way that I hadn't at a co-ed gym. And it may have been honestly like I think every gym has a different vibe. Like some, and the gym I go to now is just the why, and I don't feel the same vibe that I did at my New York sports club in the late nineties. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, so I feel that's a pretty, that's, I feel relaxed there. However, I don't, um, it's not that I feel uncomfortable going to the weight room. The way that they have the weight room set up is so crowded that I find it not enjoyable <laughs> yeah. to do, to do weight training there. And it's, I've been to the Y with Bill and it's kind of in a separate area. Yeah. And it's, so it's like, you can't do sort of, um, you know, I like to intersperse things like abs and, and, you know, do like jump on a bike for a couple of minutes to try to keep your heart rate up and stuff like that. And I just don't enjoy it there. Um, and so I have to, and so that's part of why I started doing my at home workout, um, which it, you know. It probably could be a little bit better, but... Um, it was great. You know, but that's... It's just interesting, like, how different a gym, like, the vibe of the gym can make you feel, just in terms of looking forward to going to it as, like, a haven or a sanctuary or as a place that seems onerous, like, yeah. an obligation to go to, oh, God, I gotta go to the gym, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just joined listeners, big news. I just joined Harbor Fitness, which is the one closest to my house and they have a lot of classes and stuff but and I started you know with like a free training session but I think I I joined this past Monday and on Thursday I was like okay I have to go because now I'm a member so I have to go and I and I didn't want to go but I went and just ran on the treadmill and it was so fun. It was like, because I've never belonged before to a gym and just walking in and showing your card and mm-hmm. saying hello and then hopping on the treadmill. And, you know, it's like a real people watching paradise on a certain level. And, oh, definitely. And then just hop off, go home, climate control. But the thing that I like about this gym is all the free weight stuff is downstairs in a basement. So... You it's it's spread out and you can like go down there and maybe feel like you have room, but it's not so like so much pressure to like everybody can see you or you can see them. It just feels like, okay, we're going to put it down here so it's not so in your face or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about the why that I again, I really love this gym, but they 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 kind of have the 
they have like the circuit training, the machines and things like this in one room. And then the free weights, there's some kind of set up in another area, but it's a weird area that people walk through. And you don't, I guess I personally feel like I don't have the space and time to do the circuits that I want to do. And if I, you know, give up this machine, then I come back and somebody's on it and then you can't do the sets that you want to do. And so it can be a little bit frustrating. I think Bill finds it slightly less frustrating because he can go when it's a little less busy. Yeah. And usually when I go, because I work, you know, your usual day job hours, if I want to go and and do the things that I want to do without interruption, really, I have to go super early in the morning or really late at night. And, you know, everybody's really nice there. I don't feel sort of under observation. That doesn't bother me. Um, It's more kind of just want to do my thing and get, yeah and not be like when you when you kind of I don't know if you've dealt with this yet but like when you when you have your sort of routine in place you want to be able to do those things and not have to you know wait for somebody to get off the machine yeah. and it's super frustrating because you're kind of like you're in the zone <laughs> and then you have to wait and you know I I've definitely Bill, Bill has more of this frustration when somebody gets on his favorite rower and he has you know gets a very upset (laughs) if they are not actually rowing if they're looking at their phone or whatever so so okay so you were in boston training oh sorry and then yeah and then what happened (laughs) well sorry i i got off no but um so i belonged to that gym until i left boston but what happened was bill wadman (laughs) (laughs) i know this Um, fucking guy i know i know uh so we were dating long distance like two and a half years and then uh, I relocated down here because you know he's a photographer and this is where his work is and it was you know uh, lots of places for me to work down here so I came down and uh, it was challenging to find a gym because I loved my gym in Boston so much and out the co-ed piece of it um, was very difficult for me to overcome at first it was a shock because I was looking at these gyms here, and I just kept not finding one I liked. I knew I had to join one because I I need it. It is part of – I consider it to be, like, medicine. Like, especially for me, going to the gym is is very much my mental health medicine. Um, It helps with my stress level, my my sleeping, and it's really – I need it to be part of my life. So I I was basically doing what you just did the last week or the last few weeks. Yeah. Shopping around. Shopping around. I, in fact, looked at the New York Sports Club down here and just didn't – I felt like it was a little – it felt really crowded to me, the way they had the machines and really a little run down. And and I laughed when I listened to your podcast about (laughs) this because that steam room sauna was broken when I was there and I had asked them at the time, oh, how long has that been out of order? And they said, oh, it'll be back up and (laughs) – Wow. And so, well, hopefully it was working and then it broke again within the past decade or whatever. I suspect <laughs> not, but that's just me. Uh, and then the interesting thing is, is that I had made fitness part of my, from that time that I moved back up to Boston, I had made fitness a part of my routine just, it, I needed to have it. So I knew that it had to be part of my routine here. Young Bill Wadman, however, had never belonged to any gym, much like you. Mm-hmm. And it really, 
he would be asking me a lot of questions about it and what I did at the gym and what did I think about him joining? And I said, well, I think you should go if you want to go and look at some of these places with me. I think we should. And I think it would be a good thing for you. Um, just the things that it's done for me. I can't imagine that anybody would have a negative reaction yeah. as long as you're careful. And, and I think one of the mistakes a lot of people make is that when the, they join the gym, they kind of just go full you know, it's similar to the New Year, the New Year resolution. Yeah. The New Year's resolution. People go just at it with a vengeance and they hurt themselves because it's just, you got to build up to it, especially if you haven't been doing yeah. any sort of fitness routine. And it's so easy to get discouraged. If you do injure yourself because yeah. then you're, you're down for the count. So he went with me uh, to look at, uh, at that time it, we were at the, the YMCA, the Armory, and we really liked it. Um, and I don't remember if he shared this with you when you two went to the other Y, but part of why we moved to the Prospect Park Y is because they took out his favorite rowing machines. The Concept the, 2. The Concept 2. It's all about the Concept 2. And uh, he he was really just riled up about it, and I was just very much, I, I knew it was important to him, and he loves that rowing machine so much that I just, said it's fine it's actually a little closer to our house um I loved the armory so I'm not you know I think they're both really good gyms um though this the other gym definitely has more machines Mm -hmm. and it's nice that the cardio and everything is on a floor where you see light coming in the windows um and it's not just like in a dark hallway um and they do have a whole aquatic center which we have never used um but I think at some point we'll probably explore that um, so anyway, so we started going there, um, but part of why I really got into my my home fitness workout was the Armory actually had a very limited weight room, really just had the circuit training machines, didn't really have, they had free weights, but just maybe like one set of them. It was, they didn't have a ton of benches for you to even use them. They had sort of balance balls and everything like in a different, totally different section so it wasn't like it, the the workouts that I was used to was combining like a lot of different things, um, not just, you know, and in this way you would have to basically kind of take a bunch of stuff into a room, which just seemed if there was one available and, and use that. And I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. So I started doing my home workout here. Yeah. Um, which involves just, you know, a lot of resistance training, sometimes your own body weight. Uh, I have some free weights here. I have a balance ball. I'm considering getting a BOSU, but that may be going over the top because <laughs> they take up a lot of space and they're expensive. Yeah. So you do cardio at the gym mm-hmm. every so often, a few times a week. Mm-hmm. And then, and you said for about an hour. I do. So I try to mix up the cardio. I will do, um, I do the elliptical, the bike, the rowing machine, if it's available. The rowing machine, I also love the Concept 2, <laughs> though I am not, I wouldn't say, I think Bill is a true fan of the Concept 2. He cannot kind live without it. a Concept 2 evangelist. He's a little bit of a Concept 2 <laughs> evangelist. Um, I will not wait for it. Right. <laughs> I, I will go and find something else to do if it's not available. Um, but... I, the cardio, like, I will get on the elliptical, put on a podcast or watch a show, and I'll do an hour or two, an hour and a half, 
Um, I find it very relaxing, almost meditative. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like that, but I do. And I tend to do interval training on it. So I'll do one minute really fast, one minute off, or two minutes really fast, or two minutes off. And I'll vary the, the resistance. So I'm not just doing straight yeah. cardio. Um, and then I try to alternate days and do my home workout on other days. Admittedly, sometimes the home workout happens when it's too freaking cold outside. Yeah. The <laughs> um, so the home workout is Heather has the setup. So the thing about Heather and Bill's apartment is that it's a studio, but it's also sometimes Bill's photo studio and sometimes Heather's gym. So like there's a lot of moving pieces all the time. So today Bill had a photo shoot in here so when I got here, all the furniture is pushed aside, and we basically just had like a full floor floor to work with. Um, so Heather took me through what she does, which is like circuits, probably what you learned with your trainer in mm-hmm. Boston, and that has carried you through to now, where it's like circuits of three exercises – 12 sets of each, and then, or 12 reps. I get confused with reps and sets. Um, Three (laughs) sets of each exercise, but with 12 reps. 12 reps. And then you do that full circuit just once, and then you move on to a different one. So I'll do, so each, like I consider each like group of exercises, so it's three exercises, it's legs, arms, and abs. And so I, I'll do probably three rotations. Uh, so I'll do three sets of each of those little groups. Okay. So, um, and sometimes I'll do more, it depends. I try to do at least an hour of that and then do some stretching and stuff at the end of it. And so sometimes you'll fit in more exercises depending on what types of exercises you're doing um, and how many reps. Um, So I try to do 12. There's a few where I'll throw in extra, and I'm trying to build, like, my strength. So, for example, um, when I do planks, I'm trying to build up the time with the planks, but they don't take an incredibly long amount of time. So if you're doing, like, a minute for a plank, you know, I'm trying to just gradually build that up. I am really bad at it right now. I've been I've been off the plank wagon for a while. It's one of the, my least favorite exercises, but one of the most beneficial. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it ends up being an hour. So all in all, you're really you're probably you're doing about nine exercises, but it's not. Um, you try to vary them. So you know, on Monday, if I'm doing my at home workout, it looks very different from the workout on Wednesday. Sure. So my my question is more like, I feel like a lot of these things I've done before, like with various trainers or in various classes or whatever, squats and, you know, curls or leg lifts, push-ups, et cetera, planks, mm-hmm. the whole nine. But I feel like, having like a baseline of knowledge where you've been shown the proper form by a professional is like very important. No, it's absolutely important. Because there's, it's so easy to do that stuff wrong, don't it's, you think? It's really easy to do it wrong. And as I said, I was a little nervous even showing <laughs> you because I know what I'm supposed to do. 
And I also am not, I am not infallible. And it's easy to, there are things that you kind of, you do not on purpose, your body, you just do things like if you have a certain muscle group or if one arm is weaker than the other, or if there's a certain muscle group, um, like I have a weak weaker right knee Mm -hmm. and so I will sometimes do things and your body you just do it naturally to kind of protect your body but you're actually maybe doing the exercise not as it should be doing as you should be doing it and so to counteract this um, now happily there's just a ton of resources online there's YouTube instructional like exercise instructions and I will reference those like sometimes I will be like you know what, I just want to make sure that I'm doing this plank properly. And I will go and look and find like an instructional video and and just make sure that I'm just sort of remind myself that I'm doing it properly. And I think that that's part of it. Like it's really easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm doing this exercise totally correctly. Um, and then you realize, oh, oops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't quite, I, my form wasn't quite yeah. proper. And part of why your form should be correct is that you don't want to injure yourself. Yeah. And so that's the thing I would say if anybody's thinking about home workout. Um, there's actually now compared to, you know, when I was younger, there's especially with like online resources, there's something called, I don't know if you've heard of this, the Daily Burn. No. And it's a subscription program and you can do a different workout every day and you can reference it later. And it's just like, I think it's like 25 to 30 minutes of like a variety of different like cardio exercises and they do different things every day. And it's like a little group doing this in a, in a studio and they seem really excited. Uh, I, you know, and it's, there's tons of stuff like that out there. Um, there's tons of things that you can do at home that are not like that you don't really need a ton of equipment for. And I honestly think that just from my fitness journey, the importance of the importance the motivation piece of it you have to find for yourself. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like there's some there's a certain level of like resistance that I have in my home because my home is where I go to relax and like the couch is right there and so is the TV, you know, and food. So it's takes a bit a lot of mental energy to convert your home into a place where you also exercise, I think. It does, but I think it depends on how you look at exercise. So it relaxes me, and I know sometimes it's harder than others, and I definitely struggle with this. And there's definite, there are times when work will get so busy and I will fall off the wagon, and I feel it in every aspect of my life, and I know I need to get back, and I just don't have time to get back. So knowing that I can come home and do this in my home no matter what hour is actually like just so it's it's like a safety net yeah it's a safety net and it makes me feel happy that I know that I could do this and it's just an hour and because you were here today we listen to music but usually I watch um a different I'll put I'll find a series and binge watch something or I'll make it something that I only watch if I'm doing my workout so it typically has to be something I'm really interested in that I want to see. And so I kind of trick my brain a little bit <laughs> with that. That's a system. Um, and I do that with podcasts too. So I save the podcasts that I love the most for going and be like, you're only allowed to listen to this when you go to the gym. That and is brilliant. And it really, it, it's a silly thing, but it helps motivate me. I think that's actually a amazing tip. 
Yeah. Like if you're watching The Wire for right. the first time, you're going to be fucking ripped or whatever. Or The West Wing. Or The West Wing. Which, I mean, if you know me, IRL, you know that I can't get enough. But I couldn't. I would be... I would be just dead from all the exercise <laughs> I would have done in the past few months watching The West Wing. Um, well, and at at the the Y, the we, there's the TVs on the different cardio machines, and they get a limited number of channels. But it never fails that they have some um, they have some um, Law and Order series on, and that used to be my go to because you could just jump in wherever; it didn't matter what. Part of the episode yeah. it was on and it's usually I don't know they just kind of seem to run them all the time yeah and so I definitely found myself like if one episode was like ending and I started another one I just have to see the end even <laughs> though it's not it doesn't matter you know <laughs> that somebody's been murdered and yeah. they're gonna get them I felt the same way going to the the treadmill house the gym <laughs> and being like ooh, I can watch those bad Bravo and E TV shows that I love that I never watch because I don't have cable. Housewives and then I but then the TV that I had was really like glitchy. Yeah, so I ended sometimes up they are. listening to a podcast. And there are other TVs also up hanging from the ceiling and they had all the crazy news that's been happening on. So I just was kind of distracted. Plus all the people walking around. And my favorite are the people at the gym who are just sitting around. Yeah, those, there's some of those. are my people. I love them. Yeah, they're just, you know. The I lost like, boys. <laughs> well, you know, there's this interesting culture sometimes at the gym where you start, when you go frequently enough, you start to recognize the omnipresent people, which is what I call them. And they're kind of your omnipresent yeah. people because they're there probably at the same time. They might have the same schedule that you have. Right. And, you know... You might not even know their name, but you kind of give them a nod and a little, you know, they know you and there's just a little like acknowledgement that you're all there. And, you know, depending on your attitude about exercising early in the morning, sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, we're both here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's kind of a nice little community. And as I said, I, I find the vibe very different now at this gym than at the New York Sports Club, which is good. I feel like it's a welcoming place. People seem really, you know, into what they're doing. Um, you know, unlike, unlike Bill, though, I cannot. Uh, so, you know, his rowing machine obsession, as everybody does. <laughs> but um, so we do have differing thoughts on on the rowing machine. So, uh, you know, he has his little community of rowing, rowing people. And I don't recognize the other. Like, he knows everybody that. Is into the rowing. Is into machine. the rowing, especially your friend Mark, Mark the Olympian, the, the ex Olympian, <laughs> former Olympian. Um, so I think it also depends on what you do at the gym. Like your community, even you know, even though you're going at the same time, which Bill and I usually do, mm -hmm. is totally different <laughs> because you're doing different things. Yeah. So it's kind of funny, um, but it's it. I think that that kind of thing, though, makes it less intimidating, too. And especially for people that are first-timers going to the gym, I highly recommend taking the tour, having people give you a tutorial of the weights and the different things that are there. And also, I do recommend the personal training if you can afford it. I know it can be expensive, but I also think that we spend a lot of money on things that don't help us nearly as much. Yeah. And I found 
the personal training sessions that I had uh, that I had were just invaluable. Um, and Shauna, like wherever you are, I think she's still at HealthWorks actually. Um, we love you, Shauna. We love you, Shauna. She really is just such an incredible trainer and a great motivator. And I learned everything that I know from her <laughs> basically. And I really didn't, it was just really funny. She would teach me things that I would sit there for a moment and be like, oh, <laughs> I totally understand why you're making me do this. And I had no idea. Um, and, uh, you know, it was probably cringeworthy to her <laughs> when I was like, show me how you do this. And I'm like, you know, jerking the weights around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought some training sessions when I signed up because the free one that I had was so great. Yeah. And I really liked the guy, Leon. And I felt like, okay, I'll get these because they're a discount if I sign up. And then I'll space them out so that, like, it will be that check-in thing. Where I, he said, okay, you know, I'll just give you homework, basically. Right. You do it. And then, you know, we'll check in. So, I don't know. It's it's exciting. It's it's. It is a thing, though, where it's hard to justify, like, spending that money for some reason. And But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? It's like, don't go out to dinner as much and, like, spend some money on on your health. Well, that's... You dummy. <laughs> well, that is my, my thought process yeah. behind it. And I did have another trainer... Um, here in New York for a little while, and she was great too, um, uh, Zainab and uh, Musa, and she's with Very Personal Training, which I will absolutely admit the reason why I joined was because it is literally in my building, um, although they now have a bigger space uh, that they are branching out into, and she was fantastic as well. Um, I just, um, I wasn't, you know, she Admit those train sessions were a little bit more expensive, um, yeah. and they are expensive, and it's true. But there's 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 so many different levels and different trainers. The one thing I would say though about the personal training community is do research on your trainer. Um, Harbor Fitness, which is where you're you're going, um, has a great reputation. I know dancers that go there to work out, and I hear that their staff is just phenomenal. So. I think you have to do less due diligence at a place like that. But I think especially a lot of the big box gyms. Yeah. Um, sometimes different trainer. there are de- definitely different trainers at different levels and just make sure they have their certifications. You want to make sure whoever's training you is, it knows what they're doing. The real deal, right. And then you can bring their lessons home with you. Right. And, and do Heather's you, home workout. <laughs> you can do that. Um, and uh, I did joke with Shauna that like before I moved down to Boston – uh, from Boston that um, I really wanted her. And this is prior to like when podcasts like took off. And I, I was like half joking, but a little bit half serious that I wanted her to do training sessions, like record them so that I could, you know, <laughs> just have them in my ear at the gym and be like, Heather, now do this. <laughs> and I still kind of wish she had done that. Um, she was so great. Um, but alas, no. Um, but I, I think could be a good thing too but the thing you you had a great time when you did the training session with sean sean zetlin mm-hmm. yeah i would like to get him as a guest on the podcast at, i have at a feeling point. he would he yeah would. it was the iran buggy episode mm-hmm. and 
Yeah, he was so great. He was phenomenal. Um, and, you know, I think that that's, that's the other piece that it's not just, so the certifications, make sure they have all of that, but also just you, the you should, vibe. You should have a good connection. And if you don't, like if you find that you're not necessarily clicking with the trainer, find another trainer. And that's the important part. You don't want to dread going to those sessions. That's the other thing. I think it's important to advocate for yourself in those situations. It can be hard because you feel like, well, I don't know anything. But if you do get a certain just sense that something's not right, you right. just go with so, it. Well, so it's an interesting thing. And I think personal trainers have a very difficult task. Yeah. Because they're not they're not there to just tell you what to do. They're there to motivate you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody is individual. So there's different things that motivate different people. I like a more, I like a trainer that is instructional, but not like a boot camp trainer. Like some trainers can't, like, but some people react to that kind of motivation. And if that's your deal, maybe you should be looking for like yeah. a boot camp or something like that. Um, I don't really respond to that. Me neither. What I want to know how to do is how to do these different exercises. I also want a lot of variety because that's the other important thing. And this is why I mix things up. Um, and I even go and I look for, for new different exercises to work into your workout because you don't want to just be doing the same thing all the time. You're going to, that's just not helpful. You want to do total body conditioning and and make sure that you're not over over exerting yourself on different muscles and then you know you have like you know yeah sort of worn out your your calves or your (laughs) quads or whatever but um but the other thing is and I did you and I I don't know that I think I heard you talking about this with Iran when you did that when you did your session with Sean but one of the things that I think a lot of women are afraid of is is weight training yeah I do think it's intimidating and you don't know a lot about it and the to know that you're having the right form and Yeah, I, Leon took me down to the sub level and got me with like, you know, a bar doing squats and mm-hmm. stuff and I was like wah, wah, wah. But I felt like I had a bodyguard because <laughs> he was like you know, there was no nobody thought I shouldn't be there except for me. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I just had to keep reminding myself of that. But right. once, you know, you get more time, just hours logged in a space like that, you feel like you belong there more, I think. You do. And again, that's the other part of a personal trainer is that getting you comfortable mm-hmm. in that space and, oh, this is what I'm doing. And if you have your workout written down and some different trainers have different ways of doing this and you should do, again, whatever works for you is what works for you. Um just to remind yourself what you've done and what you should do. And that actually helps people and I think women feel more comfortable. Um, I also think some men don't feel comfortable at the gym. Yeah. Um, I know that Bill, had, since he had never belonged to one, would ask me a lot of questions. And I showed him how some of the, the machines worked. Um, and he kind of came up with his own routine. He, you know, has a different workout style and, and he gets he has a like I can stand a machine for a really long time including the rower he likes to do more intervals and that's good too and and that works for him um but even it was interesting because I like because I had been going to the gym so long when he first started going with me 
it, it took me um, sort of a minute to shift and be like, oh, you know, he's never been in a yeah. weight room either. Yeah. And it is intimidating to him too. So I don't think it's just women. I think it's people in general. Yeah. But I think for women, the weight training piece just – I don't know. It just feels more intimidating somehow. At least it did to me. I can only, I'm not a guy, but. Yeah. You know. Me, me neither. Thank God. Um, <laughs> okay. One last question before we sign off. What's the most outrageous thing you've ever seen go down at the gym? Any gym. Besides uh, the sauna being like probably a portal directly to hell at that New York sports club. Outrageous thing at a gym. Um, hmm. I don't know that it's outrageous, but it is a pet peeve of mine. Let's go. Bring it. Um, so there are individuals who will take free weights onto treadmills and they will work out their arms while they're on the treadmills. And this is several years ago, and it was in Boston <laughs> at my other gym. I'm going to, you know, I have no idea who this woman was. But as I started to walk, like I was walking behind the cardio machines, and I did spot her, and I just was, I was a little nervous when I saw, like, the size of the hand weights that she had. Um, they were probably, they were definitely over 10 pounds. They might have been, like... I think, oh, they were 10-pound weights, but they had the the plate weights on the end. So there's these little, like, magnetic um, – I think they're called plate mates or something like that. They're these little magnetic uh, discs, and you can increase uh, the weight of the hand weights by a little bit so that it's not necessarily up to, like, 15 pounds or whatever. And so she had these things on there, and I'm like, oh, that's not the best idea because <laughs> those things are not the most – you know, they're on there, but – and yeah. they don't fall off, but they're not – totally solid and you can jostle them and they'll just like fly and as I was about and I and I just kind of paused and as I was about to like walk behind the treadmill that she was on just I don't even know what happened but like I saw one hand weight just like fly and and then she dropped the other one and it like went like just flying off the back of the the treadmill and she and she was not as mortified as you would think she should be. Yeah. And she just was, she kind of, maybe because she was embarrassed, but she kind of had an attitude and gave me this look. It was like, what? <laughs> and I'm just like, this is not a good idea to use those on that treadmill. And she basically said, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. But I almost just died because I almost just walked behind this treadmill. A projectile. So not really outrageous, maybe just more annoying and possibly almost life-threatening but yeah you know that's a that's a good one I'm gonna watch out for that have you seen anything outrageous Mm -hmm. yet um no just like there was a guy on the rowing machine and I felt like somebody should come over and tell him that he was doing it wrong but the rowing machine form stuff it is you will see you will see so you will see it a lot, and again, it's one of those things where people don't necessarily know what they're – they think they know what they're supposed to do. Well, so I don't know if – I mean, it could have been right, but if it looked that wrong to me, it, it probably was wrong. Uh, a very a very dear friend of mine who lives on the West Coast, and she's done – she does, like, rowing competitions, or she used to, and 
she would she would go and erg um, <laughs> all the time. And from time to time, she would put up photos of people using the rowing machine incorrectly with their faces like blurred out so as to protect their their identities. And man, the margin of error on that thing is pretty big. Yeah. Um, so but- be careful. And you're at home. Be careful on the rowing machine. Be careful if you bring weights on the treadmill. Never bring weights. <laughs> Never do it. You're not supposed to do that. Don't do it. Please don't. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. But thanks for having me on your yeah. podcast. Any final thoughts? Anything the, the people should check out? Hmm. Any recommends? Well, I mean, I'd say the Daily Burn is a pretty pretty good thing mm-hmm. to check out. I would I would say that if you're thinking about a home workout, that's definitely something you should look at. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for being my guest. Yeah, I'm glad we did this. And thanks to everyone for listening. And thanks to Bill Wadman. Ugh, again. Who, who wouldn't thank Bill Wadman? He's the best. He is the best. Thank you to Bill Wadman for everything. He taught me. I'm trying to learn how to use Pro Tools, which is an audio editing software. And we had a lesson the other night. And it was like at the end of a math class in high school where my brain was just like full. And I was like, I think I get it, but I don't know. So thanks to Bill for breaking my brain. And I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye.